0: Hey, what's up? My name's Grant Kinoki. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and artist, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Y'all, it's lady t coming to you live on power 98.5 on the first day of spring and you know i apologize for being late that we were having technical difficulties of me getting on but i'm here now so hey no need to fear lady t is here so but you know outside of that technical difficulty there is just so many reasons why i'm in such a great mood today i mean first off as y'all know I grow fruits, veggies, and herbs. And it makes me oh so happy to see this weather finally warming up. Those freezing temps, your girl cannot stand it. I mean, it was all so wishy-washy. The weather is just so wishy-washy. Like, it'll start to warm up. And I'm thinking, yay! Spring is finally here. Then Mother Nature says, psych! Back to the freezing night temps, y'all. So us folks who grow naturally got to make some adjustments run outside put buckets over our crops or something but we got go we got to grow on mother nature's time so but i think we finally got past the last frost threat and it makes me so happy cuz <laughs> the struggle is real so now all of my crops that are growing inside can finally go out into the greenhouses so that's one reason the second reason is because I just announced my monthly cooking class where I'll be teaching people how to cook vegan and plant-based recipes. Yep, yep. Every month I'll be leading a class with the food of choice. This time it'll be lentil soup and vegan cornbread. You know, something simple this time. Next time I'm thinking of something like maybe a pound cake or maybe a pasta dish like lasagna something like that. I can do a fried rice or even a stir fry. What y'all think? Hmm. Anyway, I'm so excited about this monthly class because I love to cook. So many people say they want to eat more plant-based food, but don't know where to start or even how to begin. So to join this upcoming cooking class, you can sign up on my website, farmingnutritionist.com. You can click the virtual cooking class tab and that's where you can sign up. It's going to be on Saturday, April 2nd at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If it's a time when you're going to be busy, I'm going to record the class, so I'll be able to send you that video, right? So speaking of food, I wanted to talk to y'all today about this four-letter word that I despise the most, diet. I cannot stand that word, y'all. The word diet is a four-letter swear word to me. Why? Why? because it has such a negative connotation to it. I mean, there's just something about that word that is just so negative and unmotivating. That's the first reason. The second reason is because diets are usually a short-term fad or a temporary situation of some type. Like people will tell me they just wanna lose 10 pounds or something, but if people understood how the body works, then they would understand why diets don't always work best for the body. You can't trick it the body will make adjustments in a negative way to a diet as opposed to a healthy lifestyle change. So when people were aware of what I do, people would ask me about various diets. Well, let me tell y'all, I don't like diets at all. (laughs) For example, the low fat diet. From what I understand, most will try to cut their fat intake to 10% of their daily calories or something like that. But the problem is, unless you're eating a bunch of fruits and veggies, chances are you're eating a ton of bad carbs. And if you're not eating enough fruits, veggies, and good grains like quinoa and wild rice, you're probably not getting enough protein either. Now, a low-fat diet mainly works for those who are obese, but that's because the body has enough fat stores to get its fuel from. But if you're not obese, it doesn't work for the long run. What people are failing to realize is the body actually needs healthy fats for it to function properly. Your brain is one big fat. Your eyes are fats. Your organs have fat tissues. Fat fills the cell cell membranes and hormones. You need some healthy fat. They also help to absorb those fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin A, E, and K. The issue is we're consuming bad fats and too much of it. Not to mention it's unrealistic to stick to in the long run. I mean, being on a low fat diet, it restricts your options. And then you have the all good old low carb diet. If I understand it right, low carb diets emphasize a loaded amount of protein and fat while slashing the carbs and sugar. I guess the whole idea with all of this the whole concept of all of this is that if there are no carbs to convert to energy, then the body will get its energy source from elsewhere. Presumably the fat. The fat is then used up and converted into energy. Now, I got to be honest with y'all. Again, unless you're obese, the low and no carb diets are probably the worst diet fads of all time. That, that's just my opinion. And y'all know I'm going to tell you why. It's mostly because of the miseducation. Whenever people, they, I mean, when, whenever people tell me they are on a low-carb diet, I'm not going to lie. I get a little frustrated because everyone knows that carbs are used for energy, but everyone is so focused on the concept of a low-carb diet or a no-carb diet or whatever to burn the fat that they fail to realize that the carbs aren't really necessarily the problem. And on top of that, remember what I said earlier, the low carb diet emphasizes a loaded amount of protein and fat. Now let's sit on that for a second. The diet emphasizes a loaded amount of fat and protein, protein and fat. Wait a minute. I thought the whole point was to reduce the carbs to burn the fat. I mean, I got to be missing something here. I mean, somebody please tell me something, because I feel like that kind of defeats the whole purpose. Now, as I said earlier, we do need the healthy fats for the body to absorb fat-soluble vitamins and proper body function. But what I see some people doing is eating a bunch of pizzas, bacon, and hamburgers and calling it keto-friendly. Something else I also did notice, come to think of it, is that so many people who do something like a keto don't really exercise like they should. So what ends up happening is people will lose a certain amount of weight, then it stops. They wonder why they stop losing weight. Suddenly the low-carb diet doesn't work. It stopped working because, again, low-carb diets usually only work for those who are obese. So yes, you'll lose a few pounds at first. But the reason it stops working is because the body adjusted to what you're doing. The biggest issue I have with all these diets is that people really think they could just trick the body and do shortcuts to do it. The body is way too smart for that. The weight loss occurred because you gave the body a shock. So yeah, you did trick the body at first, but then the body recovered and adjusted. It then probably went into some type of starvation mode. So now it is taking any type of carb, fat or whatever you give it and it stores it instead of converting it into energy like it's supposed to. With that being said, if you fall off the diet, you are more likely to gain that weight back and then some because your body is still in that starvation mode. So now let's roll all of this back. Um, So you decide to do keto, let's say. The first week or two, you lose 10 pounds. You're excited, 10 pounds is a big deal, it really is. I'm not being sarcastic with that. Big deal, 10 pounds. But then the body realizes it's not getting what it needs. It thinks you're starving it. So when you give it something, instead of converting it into energy, it takes it and it stores most of it. That is why a lot of people who go on these low carb diets eventually become fatigued. Now, I'm not saying that people shouldn't lower their carb intake because the issue with the standard American diet is that people are eating way too many carbs. And when we do eat carbs, they're the bad carbs. That's why I can't stand the low to no carb diet the most because the whole subject of carbs is so misguided and so misunderstood. So let me step in here and give y'all the 411 about the carbs. There are good carbs and there are bad carbs. The reason why carbs get a bad rap is because people in general are not taught the difference between the two. So someone will tell me that they can have potatoes, mangoes or pears because of the sugar and carbs. And I don't know where to laugh or cry. So you can have pizza, but you can't have a pear. Now, someone did try to tell me it's because of the starch and the sugars that raise the glucose levels and all of that. But the part I mean, I guess that, you know, that's the part where miseducation can come into play. Potatoes, avocados, mangoes, pears, and bananas. They may have starchy carbs and sugar, but it's usable carbs and sugar. You see the bad carbs, processed carbs, bad sugars, processed sugars, those are the ones that raise your glucose and bad cholesterol levels. But the fruits and veggies are a natural carb and natural sugars that the body can use to digest properly and convert into energy. But somehow, some way, people have treated it all like it's one and the same, and it isn't. Now, if you do have a glucose issue, like if you have uh, diabetes or some type, then yes, you do need to watch how much sugar you you intake. So I'm not saying eat a boatload of strawberries. That can raise your glucose level. So I'm not saying here that eat all the strawberries you want. I'm not saying all that. Just making a point. Quinoa has a ton of carbs, practically carbolicious. I eat quinoa every single day, but it's usable carbs. That is why people who go vegan say they tend to gain more energy, become stronger, build more muscle. Whole vegan food is full of carbs. And what I mean by whole is food that comes from the earth, comes from the ground. We grow it. Usable carbs, carbs that the body converts into energy. So again, The reason I say low to no carb diets are the worst of all time is because the miseducation regarding carbs, fat and protein in terms of how the body converts them or how they're used. I don't know, y'all. I I just I, I don't know. I just can't get down with the whole diet and lifestyle that tells me I can have pizza, hamburger, and bacon, but tell me to put down the beans, potatoes, mangoes, and pears. I mean, while all that may sound appealing in the long run, it does your body a huge disservice. Now, someone did tell me that the vast majority of people who are doing the low carb diet are doing it all kinds of wrong. And I believe it ain't no way a diet that allows takeout pizza and not certain fruit that none of that makes sense to me. Now, there is a difference between a diet and a lifestyle choice. Low carb is a diet. Mediterranean is a lifestyle. Low fat is a diet. Vegan is a lifestyle. To me, and this is pretty much my definition, the difference between the two is one is a temporary fix that tends to produce short-term results versus the other is something you plan to do long-term or for a lifetime. Now, I'm pretty sure that so many people are disagreeing with me. In a lot of what I'm saying right now, it worked for me. I lost 50 pounds doing keto. Again, those type of diets mainly work for those who are considered obese. So if you lost a ton of weight doing one of these diets, that means you were probably obese. <laughs> Chances are you had some weight to lose. All right, so I'm pretty sure y'all get the point by now. But do y'all understand why if you diet as a four-letter swear word? Like when someone says I'm on a cabbage soup diet or no gluten diet and a ha ha kiki, honestly, I just usually wish them the best and try to be as positive as possible. But in my head, I have a red alert, red alert, red alert going off. And by the way, I don't count cleanses or fast when I'm talking about all of this. You know what? Let me talk about that real quick. Since I do get asked about that too. I believe in fast and cleanses, but not for more than 24 hours. I see people doing these water fasts and I just cringe. The water fast is not the same as a liquid fast, by the way. With the liquid fast, if I understand it correctly, your body still gets the vitamins, minerals, and electrolytes. The electrolytes are always usually my biggest concern with these water fasts. Now, if you're squeezing some watermelon or lemon juice in the water, that's different. Those are electrolytes. You're giving your body something that needs to thrive. You're giving it life. I used to do a water fast for 24 hours to cleanse, but I no longer have to do that. I eat healthy for the most part and I drink a lot of water and I eat a ton of water. Most of what I eat are fruits, veggies, and grains like quinoa. That's what I mean when I say I eat my water. Now I want to address this as, for, uh, as well, because um, it just has to be said. Um And I see anyone out there doing their thing. I, I really, really do. But we really ought to be a little more selective over who we decide to follow when it comes to these diet and nutrition fads. And what I mean by that is this. Please hear me out, all right? If we're going to follow someone when it comes to weight loss or any type of diet, It really should be someone that at least has some type of a success story or someone who is genuinely trying to help people get to a goal and not necessarily doing it for clout. I don't remember when and I don't remember who, but sometime last year, someone sent me a YouTube video regarding another diet fad that was similar to keto. She said she was thinking about doing it and wanted to know what my thoughts were on it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to watch that video. <laughs> For one, like I said, I don't like diets. And two, it was 30-something minutes. I don't have that type of attention span. But you know, I decided to go on ahead and watch it just so I can educate myself on what's happening out there. And plus, she really wanted my honest opinion on it as an expert, you know, a nutrition expert. So I went on ahead and started watching it. Can you tell I'm super excited? <laughs> Oh, and just for some context, um, the video was a woman sharing her day and doing whatever diet she was doing. I don't remember what she was doing, but she was showing her day in the life of whatever diet, you know, she was, you know. First off, she was already at size two or three. <laughs> now, of course, I, I already do my, I, I mean, I do my research and I'm thinking maybe she wasn't always like that. And as far as I know, she was like that the whole time. I would rather follow someone who actually has a success story. And success doesn't necessarily mean weight loss. I've seen stories where healthy lifestyle change took them out of a depression or improved their body image issues. Now those people have a story. That is a success story to me. But where I advise people is to watch out for those who aren't genuine in what they're influencing in. And it's all for clout. Kind of like that influencer who has a big social media following, but they're a a workout model or something. They go into the gym. They have someone video them running on a treadmill for 30 seconds. Then they stop and leave the gym. Did it straight for the gram. So anyway, back to the video I was watching. Um, One of the very first things she talks about, i would never forget this. I I, I really wish I remembered what I saw, (laughs) Um, but this was like a long time ago. Um, The first thing she mentioned was she was talking about having a bad day the day before because she ate a large Papa John's Supreme pizza. I was like, wait a minute. I had to rewind that back just to make sure I heard that right. She ate a large Papa John's Supreme pizza. Yo, even if I was. I mean, like even when I was like 265 pounds and pizza was my deity, I could not eat a large pizza, let alone a supreme one. So she's all like, I feel it today. I feel a little bit more weighed down. (laughs) I bet. So I continue watching and she gets she then gets to her groceries. This is around the 15 minute mark. And I stopped watching after that. (laughs) First off, she did not have one vegetable anywhere. And then she maybe had like one or two fruit. I don't remember. I think I saw like a couple apples there. The bottom line is majority of her groceries were trash. Almost everything she had in there was highly processed and full of chemicals. I, I remember she was, she flipped over some tortillas and I feel bad because before, at, especially at the time, they were actually my favorite type of tortillas until I realized how much processed junk was in it. I, she flipped it over and she was like, okay, this has such a, such a protein. This has such a, such a fat. This has such and such a carbs. And, this, and, this. and I'm just like, yeah, but look at all the science words on that thing. You know, I, th- I remember at the time I had just stopped eating those tortillas because of that. But yeah, but the point is, I disagreed with about 95% of all of her food choices. I just had to stop watching right there and I just couldn't do anymore. I went back to my friend and I was just like, hey, listen, as a friend, I say, good luck to you. But as a nutritionist, uh-uh. I stopped watching the video, but then I go to look in her comments. I, I saw about five or six comments of people asking a question or they would just randomly comment something. Under every comment question or a qu- uh, question that they had, she would just direct them to her website. No other interaction. Just go straight to our website. Even though someone would ask a basic question, she would just tell them to go to her website. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200. Just go straight to the website. Now, of course, me being nosy, I did go to her website. And it didn't really have much of anything except to purchase a merch, some merchandise or something. It had nothing to do with the diet or any type of lifestyle. So while I'm all for handling one's business, my point of telling you that story is this is what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to tell y'all what to do. I just want to educate and empower. And I highly advise that we need to start practicing our discernment when we pick and choose who we decide to follow or be influenced by. And also consider this. Everyone is different. What works for one may not work for another. We should figure out what lifestyle works for each individual instead of trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Because if we follow the wrong influence, it might end up being detrimental to our health instead of helping it. Listen, y'all, I I just... Just make a conscious effort to make healthier choices instead of trying to shortcut everything with these short-term diet fads. Please do not take all of this as me telling y'all that we need to be perfect. That's not what this is about. It's not about perfection, it's about progression. Just make healthier choices one meal at a time. I'm not saying it's simple and easy because depending on your situation, it isn't. I did it because I felt like I had no choice. I mean, you know what? I did have a choice. But the alternative was a lifetime of pain and suffering. What I had or have could have very well gotten worse if I just decided to continue ignoring it and shoving Tums and Mylanta down my throat. The future alternative could have been having surgery or something like that. But no, these choices are not always that simple. It's not always easy to make that change. You just have to make a choice, just like I had to make a choice. I chose not to be unhappy. I chose not to suffer. I chose a better chance at a better future. I chose me. And I chose to embark on a healthier lifestyle that I absolutely love. And this journey has led me to growing my own food. It has led me to becoming a holistic nutritionist. I can help people learn how to grow foods. I can help people holistically and I can do that because I will live that life before the healing. I'm able to relate to so many people's struggles because I've been there. That's why I can help people with this. I've been depressed. I've been sick. I've been throughout the, uh, throughout the, uh, through the ups and downs. And that is why so much, you know, as much as I want to, Be careful about telling people who and what to follow. I just want to simply advise to practice discernment for who we decide to follow or be influenced by. Now, speaking of influence, normally I would have my show only on Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But this week I will be having a bonus show happening this Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to have a special guest on my show. Ronnie Penn. I'm very excited to share the stage with this guy. He is a U.S. Marine combat veteran that served in Iraq and Afghanistan. As a U.S. Coast Guard, he became the first plant-based chef in the culinary program and graduated with honors. He made the first full plant-based menu on the Coast Guard ship, received a letter of appreciation for helping 15 military service members lose weight for their annual physical test. Oh, and by the way, He competed in two NPC men's physique competitions, got first place both times and qualified for nationals. He's amazing. So I'm super excited to be able to speak to Ronnie. Now, again. Got to tune in this Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time It's Let Me Tell You with Lady T. See you all this Tuesday evening. Bye now. and let's connect.